And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin, and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight, right here on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics, and this week's hot politics. We are looking at the whole concept, or, um, well, not concept... We're looking at cultural uh, colonization, but looking specifically at the new EU and ACP treaty that is, I don't know if it's been signed or it's going to be signed. Pascal, do you want to take over before I start? No, if, um, it's not signed yet. Yeah. Um, it's in negotiation. Yeah. And the EU is obviously wanting to get uh, 48 African nations. Uh, I don't know how many... Um, Caribbean 16. nation, 16, 16, yeah, and then Pacific nations as well, 15, yeah, 15 of them, yeah. Uh, I know in total with the European Union, it would make a block of about 106. Mm. So, it, uh, what that would mean is that uh, the EU would be able to basically force through their positions on anything within the United Nations, mm. and um, the the like all 48 african nations who they want to sign this with would be forced to to vote with him yeah so this and uh, they'd be forced by a treaty yeah um yeah so what one of the things for example that would be under threat many nations in africa for example um say abortion is illegal so um you know the the there would actually be a process through this treaty whereby um, those nations' sovereignty would be interfered with Yeah. in terms of laws within that that nation. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to be speaking about. Just to give more information, Pascal gave quite a bit of information, but what happened is that obviously this treaty is happening, but then here in South Africa, um, an institute called Family Policy Institute recently their most recent newsletter basically had i think it came out on tuesday yeah yeah basically sent out a newsletter warning about 12 12 serious implications if this treaty actually gets signed in south africa in africa in terms of all these nations that would be under this treaty and stuff and that's what we're going to be discussing it's going to be quite interesting obviously south africa is affected by this and we live in south africa if you're listening to this in south africa you will be affected if you're part of the 48 nations uh, as African nations that would be part of the treaty you would be affected by it and so on with the Caribbean or with the Pacific nations and and stuff so it's quite a very interesting show it's going to be awesome as always because this is the political show here is a song called I'm Done by Calisito Do you love me when I'm falling short? Do you love me when 
and stay entertained and that's of them twitter instagram, instagram facebook Twitter, tiktok Twitter. apple podcasts youtube linkedin spotify anchor and anchor everywhere, and everywhere else, else. <laughs> engage with us like posts comment, comment share them out retweet and repost spread the word spread the word radio 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 has never been better better That was I'm Done by Calisito. That was a cool track. It was, you know, cool. It was a vibe. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're busy speaking about the new EU and ACP treaty attempts, uh, cultural colonization of African nations. And this is from a newsletter that was released recently, I think Tuesday, like what Gavin said, by the Family Policy Institute. And this this is what it says. The 27 member nation... European Union is working on a binding agreement that will lock African, Caribbean and Pacific nations in a treaty to further the EU's global agenda. Uh, The EU-ACP agreement is a 20-year binding treaty between the European Union and 79 ACP countries, including 48 African, 16 Caribbean and 15 Pacific countries. Um, It is a proposed extension of the former Connaught you say it, Pastor Gav. Pastor Gav. Colonizers. No, no. The C-O-T-O-N-O-U treaty. Yeah. I don't know how to say it. Neither do I. Yes. <laughs> uh, governing the EU and the ACP economic and trade uh, relations. So obviously the treaty that's governing um, the European Union and the African, Caribbean and Pacific uh, economics and trade relations. Um, the Karen, it says, alarmingly... This revised agreement includes new treaty obligations in the areas of human rights, 
just in the, in, education. The, yeah, in the in the break. Yeah. Black Knight was saying it's just a revamp or re-signing of the old one. No, there's a whole lot of new... Yes, an extension. New, no, it's an extension, but there's a whole lot of new obligations. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot of new things. So it's not a, it's not, it's not a continuation of the old. Yes, so that's it. Um, yeah, so new <laughs> treaty obligations in the areas of human <laughs> rights, sexual education, and sexual and reproductive health and rights that deceptively advanced the European Union's abortion and LGBT agenda for Africa. Furthermore, the main decision... So I just want to say... Yeah. How come I don't hear um, big news about that? They're doing things to advance the EU agenda in Africa. Yeah. I have uh, so, my so, so how, how can No, how can the EU... Who the hell is the EU to have an agenda with Africa? Yeah. Other than to trade with us. That's true. What what you see what what's bothering me? Yeah. And um you know if anyone that side is listening, what's bothering me is that um at the end of the day uh these guys they act like they're superior to Africa. Yeah. And France couldn't win the World Cup without Africa. <laughs> I mean they they almost the entire team is African. In, in terms of World Cup soccer. <laughs> so um, who's the EU to dictate to Africa? Who put them in charge of Africa? Who said the EU is superior to Africa in the first place? Mm. Yeah. And it says, furthermore, the main decision Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, no we're gonna, you, I'm going to get everyone's thoughts at the end of... <laughs> no, no, but, but, no, no, but we're not going to be talking thing. about that because there's a lot yeah. of other stuff we need to talk about in this thing. But it's coming back to time and time again. Yeah. African countries are having to answer to the EU, to Britain, and to whoever else. I, I think Who died and made these guys God? No one, but I think it goes back to when the different countries were colonized. And we thinking, Sorry. we thinking that, like no, no, we spoke about last week, we think that, no, the, the rulership over that was gone once everything stopped, but then it actually didn't. It's still yeah, But it's all still of these leaders place. Yeah. that talk about being anti-colonialists, yeah. All sign these agreements. Exactly. They, not, I mean, I don't hear any of our anti-colonialist leaders in South Africa complaining about this rubbish that's going on right here, right, right now. Because they're part of the plan. Yeah, but they then they're colonialists. Believe, they make, yes. They but make then, us believe yeah, but that we You see, that's the point democracy. I want to make. Then they are colonialists. Yes. So many of these anti-colonialist so-called leaders, so-called anti-colonialist firebrands yeah. on the African continent are actually colonialists. They are European colonialists. Basically. Colonizers. Yeah, no, it's true. Furthermore, the main decision-making body created by this new treaty has the power to make binding decisions for 48 African countries and is deceptively crafted to extend the European Union's authority to impact the laws and policies of African countries like South Africa. So before we look at the 12 serious implications of this treaty what are your thoughts on what we just spoke about well just just go over that point again that last point furthermore yes <laughs> the main decision making body created the main okay so now they're going to create a decision making body yeah so that's almost like a, a mini un mm -hmm. mini united nations yes okay carry Basically. on read that read the next part uh, created by this new treaty has the power to make binding decisions for 48 African countries. Has the power countries. to make binding decisions. Yeah. 
So they're going to create a body that has a power to make binding decisions. Mm-hmm. And then carry on. And is deceptively crafted to extend the European Union's authority to impact the laws and policies of African countries like South Africa. Now, if you're going to look at that, Africa should be... So, so, so this body, mm-hmm. I mean, um, if it's going to be anywhere near close to democratic, then this body would by necessity have to have 48, the, a percentage of 48 out of 106 mm. of the vote. Yeah. That's close to 50%. Yeah. Okay, Europe should only have 27 out of 106 mm. of a vote. Because there's 106 nations, yeah. 27 European. So you take the Russia, 27 out of 106, that's a percentage of the vote that the Europe that Europe would have. Yeah. If it's going to be democratic. Yeah, but we know it's not. Okay. I mean, did, do they mention anything about the formation of this body? Who's going to be put on it? And who's going no. to... They don't. Who's going to be selected to decide for us? No, they don't. Okay, Actually. which in and of itself, that's concerning number one. But num- but my bigger concern is you call this a leader of Africa that's going to sign on to this? Yeah. Now, there aren't 48 nations in Africa as far as I know. No, there's more. Yeah, so there's some nations that won't, that yeah. won't sign. But obviously, unfortunately, Safi is not going to be one of those. No. I mean, we, we discussed this yesterday in terms of uh, the plans of the South African economy and, and how it's meant to serve foreign interests and stuff. So go and listen to that show. It was quite interesting. We interviewed uh, Apostle Mo Africa from Akum. It's a very interesting show. But yeah, we did speak about the fact that we know for a fact that our the ruling party is... Yeah, well, just, just to give just to give an example of this. Yeah. I mean, now we're signing an agreement with these people, right? So what's happening? Um, in terms of our power stations, mm. instead of receiving the, the proper top quality coal or getting rocks. True. Yeah. And then our coal's being shipped off to Germany, who who's running out of power and has had to restart their coal fired power stations saying forget these green targets and all of this rubbish Mm -hmm. because (laughs) people are only green until their lights are out yeah Ah. true (laughs) yeah black knight i'm just praying that we we just get a proper a proper um for a proper president for ourselves first and also a proper president for the au with godly standards and i think all of that will change because if africa just stands on sorry i want you to no i have to interrupt you what do you mean you're gonna have a proper president for the AU? That's uh, godly. I think I think he won't buy into this because because he, he obviously if he's godly he will see all of this that this is a th- th- this is a dear devil. Black Knot, I'm writing a letter to dear Pastor Kevin to you right <laughs> now. No, dear Black <laughs> could you please explain to me? I have hope. What the di- <laughs> no? Could you please explain to me what the difference is between the EU and the AU? The EU, other than the one is black African, the uh, other one is white European. <laughs> other than that, what's the difference? The difference is that one is in Africa, one is. So, are you telling me that the European Union is enforcing the will of the European people? That's obviously. Or, or, or are the decisions in Europe being taken by unelected bureaucrats? Yes, that's true. But so, so that's the AU. The decisions for Africa are being taken by unelected bureaucrats. What's the difference between the AU and the EU? 
Why are you putting hope in the AU? Putting hope in where I am, Africa. This is deep. <laughs> no, no, no. But hold on a sec. No, I do. I no, do. no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can't. No, 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 no. No, sorry, black knot. Black knot. Black knot. Black knot. Morocco. Does Morocco want to be one with you? <laughs> no. Do you know that those Arabs don't like black people? Uh, they don't like yes. white white Christians either. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, what union you gonna have in Africa? Just take Morocco and South Africa. South Africa, the LGBT capital of Africa, mm. and Morocco, an Islamic country. But also, are you gonna have a union there? But also in Europe, it's not like all the countries in Europe are under the EU. So we we can. Who's we can. not under the EU other than Britain? You better better trade lightly, my friend. You're gonna stand on snakes, Jenna. Britain is not under there. Other, I said other than Britain. I shall come with more countries, but not all <laughs> countries are under the EU. In in um, in Europe, yeah, not all countries. So who? I just forgot. I shall come with my you information. Forgot. Yes, <laughs> but 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 that's the point. What I'm saying is that if 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 Morocco doesn't want to come in, we can we no, can no, no, work no. we can they work with them. They all fall under the AU. Please don't tell me we're united. We're not. This is a globalist body that is full of unelected bureaucrats making rules so for instance now let me explain this one to you you say you say britain now geeks would you say britain's not under the eu i think they're running it no no they're running the eu yeah no no no, no. hold on a sec i think so. what do you say okay must i tell um, you uh, that I don't, I don't, obviously britain they're not legal, but no, then in terms of like the things they stand for and stuff it's basically no no never mind that stuff. forget about that what you're under is dependent on your law, right? Yeah. Correct? Yes. So whatever your law is, you're under. Yeah. And whatever treaty your government has signed, you're under. Correct? Yeah. So Britain so-called left Europe, right? Yes. And I believe it's a Brexit. fake. Yeah. Earlier this year, Boris Johnson, the soon-to-be ex-Prime Minister of Great Britain, who's been on holiday twice for the last two weeks, mm. he's in Greece yesterday, standing like this on the beach, you know, and he's just pouring out all over his pants, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. His stomach's just hanging out all <laughs> over his pants. Here. But um, Boris Johnson made a speech in April because, you know, these people are coming across the English Channel from France on boats. Yeah. And then England's putting them up in hotels. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so Britons can't, can't book into hotels because it's full of refugees and yeah. stuff. You know that that's going on, right? Yeah. So Boris Johnson makes a speech in April saying that they're going to uh, intercede. None of these ships are going to get to the coast without the Navy. And then what's going to happen is they're going to be taken off to Rwanda. I actually remember that. Yes, but then what happens is a case gets brought before the European Commission for Human Rights. Mm. And they ruled that Britain can't do that. Mm. Mm. So where is Britain out of the EU? In the newspapers. <laughs> they're not out of the EU. Yeah. That, 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 I mean, th there is any law that Britain passes, the European Human Rights Commission or court or whatever can rule on. So now you've got this EU block, and they, they're going to dictate to every African country what your laws can be and all of this kind of stuff. Through a body, the, and the, um, the decisions that come out of this body are going to be legally binding on every single nation. Mm. Whatever they decide will be legally binding. 
So in other words, if South Africa does a law and someone goes to, to a court or somewhere and that court, probably the court, the Economic Court of Human, the, the European Court of Human Rights, and they say you can't do that, that's it, your law's illegal. Yeah. That's what, that's what we're talking about here. Yes. Yeah. But we're also looking at how they bring it, bring it across. It's a globalistic thing that they're running yes, for. No, but what, they I, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, please don't open the AU. They can't be changed. They can't be changed. Yeah, when you've got no AU, yes. Here is a song by Skywalker called Hosanna. Have me singing Hosanna, Hosanna, singing Hosanna, 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 Hosanna. Have me singing Hosanna, Hosanna. No, there's not no fable. I can't doubt my Lord is able. Born right out of stable, eating at the royal table. Scripture sweet like maple. Don't hang with fools. This ain't April. Man, this world unstable. Is this what you trusting in? Without Christ, how you gon' win? How is you gon' win? Came to Christ, I started battling my sin See you in the end, hope you gon' ride to the end Yeah, see you in the end, hope you gon' ride to the end To die in Christ, that's gain Man, it's worth the pain I think it's insane to sell your soul for some fame Meditating on his word, he be dropping all them jewels Every time I listen, I feel like I'm back in school, yeah I'm singing Hosanna, Hosanna Singing Hosanna Hosanna, 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 have me singing Hosanna, Hosanna. Yeah. No, this not no fable, God the one who made you. Every knee gon' bow down, Jesus coming from the clouds, yeah. Jesus coming back, dog. The Lord is my shepherd, I will never lack, dog, lack, dog. Jesus died for your sins, and that's a fact, dog. Split our time right in half, I like you. Mind. Gotta be set, preaching my lines, reading the word, yes, yeah, the fine end of the age, yes, yeah, the time, yeah. Second Timothy chapter three, oh, when I step outside, that's what Let I see. Hosanna, oh, Hosanna, oh, Hosanna, oh, Hosanna, oh, Hosanna. of radio radio become part of the active fm family today go check out more of the shows and chat with us on our social media platforms it's more than just a radio station with amazing content we are active fm Share your thoughts with us, send in your questions, or simply tell us what you love most about Active FM on our WhatsApp line. Radio.
video has never been better. That was Hosanna by Skywalker. And we are speaking about um, the new EUACP treaty that attempts to... Um, that attempts cultural colonization basically in African nations. Now we're going to look at 12 serious implications of uh, for the African Union that represents a dangerous power grab by the European Union. The first one is that it mandates African parties to the EU-ACP agreement to form joint policy and voting positions with the EU in international fora the EU openly admits its goals to create a monopoly of UN votes through its treaty, 79 ACP countries plus 27 EU countries, which would equal to 106 countries, a majority of the UN member states. Uh, so we, we, we spoke about that earlier. Yeah, what this um, is all about, <laughs> because many, many initiatives that they've tried to push through the UN, yeah. even anti-family things and all of this kind of things, have been voted down by Africa. Yeah. Um, so most of the African nations voted against some of this garbage that they want to put in place mm. relating to abortion, relating to the whole LGBTQ agenda and all of these sorts of things. And um, they've been and, and, and things that are that are aimed to destroy the family. Mm. And Africa is a big stumbling block because the African nations say, no, forget you. Yeah. So what all this is, is a plan to override the African nations. Now, it's not going to change South Africa's vote. Mm. Because whether it's the ruling Na African National Congress or any of the, virtually any of the other parties in Parliament, they're going to go along with Still this garbage anyway. Yeah. But but South Africa is the only nation that goes along with all of this truck that um, these guys have. Yeah. So therefore they're saying, right, we want to override the elected governments of 48 African nations and force them to vote with us yeah. by a legal mechanism, which is this body, which controls and says, if this body makes a decision, you all have to vote for it in the UN. Yeah, yeah. The second thing is, which is basically the same as what we just spoke about now, creates a council of ministers co-chaired by the EU, which has power to make binding legal decisions that directly impact laws and policies of 48 African countries. The so no, no, it's co-chaired. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, mm. they just have to use nice mm -hmm. words so that people think. That so in other sense. words, the EU chairs this damn thing. Mm. Yeah. Because who they're co-chairing it with. True. Yeah. The third one, it's creates... So they're always in charge. Yeah. I mean, that's what they want. Because as peasants here in Africa, we are simpletons and we don't know anything. We, we're useless. So they need to tell us what to believe. Yep. They did say it, they openly admitted that was their goal. Who, so. Who's got more deaths of COVID now? Africa or, or Europe? <laughs> that's a question. That's food for thought. Um, no, no, it's not food for thought. It it's is. Europe. Yeah, no, I'm saying <laughs> that so we can go to the third point. No, no, no. no. I, I, what I want to say, no, no, no. Yeah. Sorry, gigs. With all due respect. Yeah. There's things we need to challenge. Are you a colonizer as well? No. Exactly. Go on <laughs> to the third point. Now. Don't, don't come with, sta with statements like that. Bloodline wise. You know, I'm joking. Bloodline wise. <laughs> yes. You're a European colonizer. <laughs> my, my grandparents. 
<laughs> somewhere. But your so grandparents painted themselves and came to the DRC. Yes, <laughs> that's what they did. <laughs> um, creates a joint parliamentary assembly that the European Parliament's LGBTI coalition has identified as an ideal forum for push, pushing the EU's LGBT agenda. Indeed, a resolution adopted by the European Parliament on the work of the ACP-EU Joint Parliamentary Assembly calls for the new agreement to include an explicit clause regarding non-discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. Now, that, that's going to violate the laws of a number of African countries. Yes, actually, yeah. And now you're forcing your moral values your corrupt moral values, your anti-biblical moral values mm. on an entire continent yeah. that um, are not stupid enough to fall for all this trash. Yeah. Yeah. Black Knight? In fact, there was, um, I, uh, I saw, I don't know if I was reading or listening to a video, but they were actually saying that uh, the problem, the reason why this is, is happening is because is of how stubborn Africans are. And these guys, like Pastor Gavin said, they they looked for a legal way to 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 do um, to try and um, p- um, p- put their laws and stuff on us because with the whole um, COVID, the vaccine stuff like that, it didn't like go down well here in Africa. So they saw that Africa is actually a problem. Now, they yeah, I just want to say when they talk about our stubborn Africans, or that's actually quite insulting. Because mm. when you're stubborn, you hold on to old things for tradition's sake. And, and that's why I said, that's why, uh, that's why I made the point earlier. Mm. So these stubborn Africans refuse to take the vaccine. Even in South Africa, the most vaccinated country in sub-Saharan Africa. That's, in other words, below the Sahara Desert. Mm. South Africa is the highest vaccinated country in sub-Saharan Africa. Sure. At 29%. <laughs> Okay, now even if you look at our current death stats from COVID and you compare it to what's going on in Europe and you compare it to what's going on in, in countries in Asia and even South America like Chile um, and New Zealand, New Zealand recently has had the highest death toll from COVID in the history of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And COVID's a non-issue in South Africa today. Mm. So who, who's stubborn and who's stupid and who's right? Mm. I'm saying history says the Africans are right. Yeah, that's so true. they're not stubborn; they're clever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Africans um, are intelligent. No, it's true. Probably makes sense why Probably they they African. they're colonizing the culture now, because now they're going straight to. I'm a white African. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fourth one is it references human rights over a hundred times, which is especially alarming in the light of aforementioned EU parliamentary resolution. Culture which calls for reinforcement of the principle of non-negotiable human rights clauses and, and sanctions for failure to respect such clauses inter alia with regard to discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. Yeah, so in other words, now you're starting to form the whole transgender, you're starting to force the whole transgender. Yeah, because mm. now they put sanctions to those people in for those countries. So in other words, if you can define what a woman is, <laughs> then you're going to be sanctioned. And <laughs> I know that. So if, if your definition of a woman yeah. is an adult female yeah. person, then, then, then you're going to get sanctioned. Basically. Yeah. So, th- so, so now we're going to put a law in place that says if you say you know what a woman is, you're going to get sanctioned. It's <laughs> crazy. I mean, I was recently reading or watching, like, like I said, news on, I think it was Kenya, 
was it Kenya that uh, made it illegal to be part of the to, to be part of the LGBT community and and stuff. So they actually put laws in place where it's like it's illegal to say that you identify as a different gender when you were born. If I was the president of South Africa, that law would be happening. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I take this TT and I tear it up. Exactly. Mm. So if let's say now Kenya is part of the 48 countries, African nations that are part of this treaty, they would then get sanctioned and and obviously face whatever consequences that the treaty puts in place. Um, the fifth one is that it binds 48 African countries to implement controversial sexual and reproductive health and rights, a term the EU Parliament recently defined to encompass rights to abortion and comprehensive sexuality education for children including LGBT indoctrination and rights related to sexual orientation and gender identity. Yeah, so this means you teach gay sex, you teach uh, the whole transgender ideology, and you teach, you, you teach all of this anti-biblical garbage to kids as young as four or five years of age. Mm. Th- this is what they're saying. Yeah. And they also, they also teach children to accept um, sexual advances made by adults. In this in this comprehensive sexuality education that's hectic um it's completely so n- opposite to what we were taught in primary school and stuff no never but never mind that now now they're saying you stubborn yeah like not <laughs> so because you won't chop your genitals off you stubborn. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny uh, do you like being called stubborn because <laughs> uh, last time i checked you're african right yeah no you I speak am. african indigenous languages yep. right yeah, but you're stubborn. <laughs> no, no. I, sorry, when I if I just take the vaccine, and and I think Africans need to start saying this, we were the clever ones. Mm. We were the ones that got brains. We were the ones that said we don't trust this message, and there's no ways this vaccine can have been tested. Mm. And less of us are dying, but we've got plenty of people that are dying in the sleep. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm. Two people this week in in. And someone in Britain also this week have died in their sleep. Really? Yeah. One younger than 42. One was 41 in the UK. One was 45. Yeah. Yeah. I was even reading. I was telling Black Knight this morning that I was writing an article on... um, on In Eastern Cape, there was a 14-year-old who had been forced to take the vaccine at the school. And now she has to amputate her arm because... She started, yeah, a lump started growing where she had taken the vaccine and her mom actually refused for the vaccine to be taken. But then the school wouldn't allow her into the school if she hadn't taken the vaccine. So, yeah, it's another huge, huge mess. Huge yeah, mess but I mean, ended. you say the mother refused, but then the school says no. So the mother says, OK. The mother didn't say, OK. The child ended up taking the On vaccine. Their own. Yeah. How old is the child? 14. So in South Africa, we have a globalist constitution. Mm. We should be fully supported by the EU that your parental rights go the mm-hmm. moment your child is 12. The, the child now belongs to the state. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh. The sixth implication is that it would require African parties to implement the controversial outcomes of review conferences of ICPD and Beijing, some of which mandate abortion, prostitution rights, LGBTQ rights and sexual rights for children. The same thing that we spoke about just now and and stuff the seventh one it mandates african countries to provide controversial comprehensive sex and reproductive health information and education to african children referencing the un's 
International Technical Guidance on Sexual Education, which claims children have a right to sex and should be taught about sexual pleasure, homophobia, transphobia, and more. Yeah, and uh, man-attracted persons, MAPS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How my eyes are just open wide now. The the education trains kids to accept sexual advances of adults. Yeah. Mm. Mm, and and last night I'm sp- I'm speaking to my mom because she's a teacher at a primary school um, that starts from grade zero to to seven, and then we're already having um, kids that are like in grade five, and the, the whole weekend they were not at home, and they coming back the the like parents she's she's freaking out. I freaked out when my mom said we. Uh, South Africa might not have uh, uh, schools no more in the near future because the teachers, the the the, the older teachers, are, are obviously not happy with the way things have just changed, and then you have young young teachers who are coming in, but they also soft and they are being bullied by other kids that are probably bigger than them or the whatever the case is, and like you just have kids, parents can't control their kids no more in South Africa. In, in Africa, for me, that's like shocking. I'm like, what? That is that okay, actually happening here? Yeah, that that that's a relic from 1976. Sure. The bond between the the parent-child bond was broken with the Soweto rights in 1976, and it's one of the things that's never spoken, never spoken about. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I don't believe those those rights caused the the changeover. Yeah. I I I, I just I, I have my views for saying that. But uh, what it did break was the bond between children and parents because those, those kids went and they, they demonstrated against the wishes of their parents. And this is very much part of the EU. And, yeah, and, and it's going to make it more. The you know, AU, the African mm-hmm. Union. going to give the kids now. Like, all of these globalist right. bodies, like the African Union. Mm-hmm. They, this is their agenda. <laughs> this is what they were created to enforce. Yeah. And sure. what's this? Um, kids from the age of, not two, not two I would say... Two years from two become very inquisitive. I mean, I have a little brother that's six, and he asks like a whole lot of questions, like the simplest of things, and they take anything for the truth. So um, he will ask a stupid question of about what I'm cooking, and I'll say something crazy, and he'll actually believe. He'll tell the whole house that, oh no, Cynthia is making this and that, and that time I was making a joke, and and stuff. So um, it's it's now if this is what's being taught in the schools and stuff they would take that as truth and believe that the first thing that they hear is something that they will believe and stuff and now um if they now take away the rights of parents and and all of this all of these things the society that we're going to be moving into will be very very interesting i'm going to quickly go through the last five and then get our our thoughts on that so the eighth thing is makes 48 african governments accountable to the eu to implement uh, selected African regional documents that advance the EU's SRHR agenda, uh, including the Maputo Protocol and that and the Maputo Plan of Action 2016 to 2030. Both these documents were manipulated by the EU in partnership with UN agencies and and IPPF uh, to deceptively bring in abortion and CSE. The ninth one is that CSE is Comprehensive Sexuality Education. Yeah. Uh, there is no provision that allows for res- reservations or declarations on controversial statements of explanation in con- in contravention of the Vienna C- Convention on the Law of Treaties. The tenth one, meaning that they they basically can't oppose 
what the treaty puts forward. Uh, the tenth one is it allows for EU treaty funding to bypass governments and to be allocated to EU-aligned non-government organizations and UN agencies. The eleventh one it makes billions of EU foreign aid on adherence to EU values and SRHR and sexuality as specified by the designated EU funding me mechanism for the treaty, the Neighbourhood Development and International Cooperation Instrument, Global Europe. And then the last one is that it mandates the SRH services and sexual education for children without any provision for parental consent. This violates multiple binding treaty provisions requiring African states to protect the rights of parents and to guide the education, upbringing and moral values of their children. Parents are not even mentioned in this regard. Your final thoughts on that? Yeah, um, as I said earlier on, this is why I debated with Black Knight about the African Union. Um, there, there's no good going to come out of things like this. The, 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 the thing is, um, what was it that made America work for so long? And what is it that allows Americans to fight back against what Joe Biden's doing? Because the last stuff Joe Biden wants to do, he's not able to do. And that is the fact that the American system was built in such a way that devolves as much power as possible to the local level. Even in terms of policing and all sorts of things like that, power is devolved to the lowest level of government. Mm. All right, and higher levels of government cannot interfere with it. So this is the exact opposite, where you've got central centralized control, which is what places like the Soviet Union and Communist China were built on. So you've got a very few people that control everyone. Mm. And that's what these guys are looking to build. And obviously they're going to um, manipulate funding mm. to, um, you know, to, to further their aims, to force African countries to, to buy into this lot. Yeah. Yeah. Black Knight, what are your final thoughts? Um, I'm just, I don't know. I forgot when, I think it was some, sometime last year or pastor when we were watching the video, the song where they're saying they're coming for your kids and all of that. Yeah. Um, they're going to change your kids and all of that. Then I'm listening to this. This that's mainly that's what the treaty is adding. It's they literally going for Africa's culture, but they're going for the kids because um, they, I actually saw something um, that there's a, a, a is it a a, the, a theater moment or theater? I don't know how to pronounce that name, but from age seven to to thirteen, whatever you teach a kid from that from that age they will never forget. So hence why they're coming for the kids now that from age seven, like like um, when Gig said with the six-year-old that um, she has by her house, that whatever she's going to say, and then the child will believe that. So these guys literally thought of of this. And uh, we, as, a, as an African, I know that I, I don't agree with this and I don't think it's going to go down well. In 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23 to 26, it says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This, is, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. I had a discussion with Black Knight before we went live. 
And in fact, I can't remember if you said it in the show or before the show. And that was around the whole thing with regards. Black Knight wants a good leader in the AU. Mm. So in other words, he's putting his hope in one man or one woman <laughs> to, to save us from Africa. And the Africans need to unite. Now, the reality is wherever the devil's in operation, people are not going to unite. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look in South Africa. How, how, how are people in this country controlled? They throw out things to the media. The government says certain things. The opposition says certain things. This one says certain mm-hmm. things. They have a fight over a sports event or whatever it may be. And people divide. Yeah. And when you divide the people, you control them. Now, the reason why it's so easy to divide people is if they do not, if they are not um, led by the Holy Spirit. Mm. What is the natural outworking of that? It's division. And um, the, the, the blood of Jesus is so important because it's only through that that you actually can get the place where you receive the Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you can be led by the Holy Spirit. And when a whole group of people are led by the Holy Spirit, what happens is they unite. Mm. The, the sign of Christ being somewhere mm. is unity. Mm. The, 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 the sign that the devil is somewhere is division. So I'm not sure what that says about division that you have in the church, but anyway, let's move right along from there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so they're exploiting division of the peoples, and I think most people on the African continent, except especially sub-Saharan Africa, hmm. have the same aim, mm-hmm. have the same desires. Yeah. Want to be left alone to enjoy their nation, <laughs> to be able to build their lives up, to build their families, yeah. mm-hmm. and to feed their children. Yeah. yeah. True. And everything these guys are doing is fighting it. Yeah. Mm. The only hope for this is the church. Yeah. Yeah. The AU is not the hope. The <laughs> CU. CU. <laughs> the Christian Union in Africa is going to, uh, yeah. to bring about the change. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Because if the Christian Union rises up, then the government will become righteous. Yeah. And they will make the decisions in the favor of the people and not some foreign entity in Europe. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Amen. That, that was awesome. This has been the political show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we've had Gavin Instant, Pastor Gavin Instant, and the African, <laughs> and the Black Knight, the Black Knight, Africa. It's also African, right here on the political show with the Gix, who's, who's European. <laughs> I'm African. Me, <laughs> me personally, I'm African. <laughs> you said your grandparents came here. Yeah, no, yeah. My it's grandparents a very long were born here. Oh. My yeah. great-grandparents were born here. No, okay. My great-grandparents weren't born in Africa. My great-great-grandparents were in the end of World War. My grandfather was sides. brought <laughs> in Africa. Hey? Ah, my that's funny. My grandfather wasn't born here, but he grew up in Africa. So I'm more African than you. <laughs> <laughs> right here on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. <laughs> Active FM. Radio has never been better.